I sure am. I just pressed record. Okay. What's good, world? This is King Arthur, and this is Not My Brother's Keepers Podcast, a true crime podcast about black dudes who kill. And today I have my first guest. I'm going to be interviewing some um, true black crime creators that I like. And my first one is someone I met um, over the summer named Kay Simone, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. And here she is. Hey y'all, yeah, I am Kay Simone and I host Black Girl True Crime Podcast. If you heard me, then you heard the iconic Hey Y'all. And I'm so appreciative of you having me on here, uh, King Arthur. I definitely look out for the shout out on uh, the one that I'm about to upload about James Bird Jr. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because that was right down the street from us. I'm, I'm in Houston, <laughs> that was right, we, we go straight through that town. We don't stop there for nothing, gas or nothing, you just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah, you. We do not mm, stop there. Mm, like I said, I would rather piss in the cup. Um, but y'all, just to let y'all know what I do. I host Black or True Crime podcast. I only do black and brown true crime cases, and gang, yeah, gang, gang. like th- there ain't nothing else to it. Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get go. Let's go ahead and get it started. I got a couple quick. Well, I probably know a lot of these stuff for you. Go ahead and give me um your background mm. and how you got into podcasting. Let's see. Well, I had already been watching everything true crime since I was a kid. Like, right out the womb, everybody else was watching Nickelodeon. I was watching everything that had to do with death and dying. But I first really started to get into it after the murder of Lissandra Guzman Feliz Jr. Um, That was that boy who got murdered out in the Bronx in front of a whole bunch of adults. Nobody did anything about it. Uh, So I guess... Mm-hmm. And so that kind of like also ties into um, basically what I do, y'all. I'd like to talk about the cases that you're not going to hear on white podcasts. You're not going to hear about Lissandra Guzman Feliz Jr. or Lisa Renee um, or, you know, uh, James Bird Jr. in Jasper, Texas. They don't really talk about that stuff. So that's why nope. I'm here. <laughs> no, nope. they definitely try not to um, mix any kind of race into it because they like to keep all of their... They like to grab everybody. Me, I want to grab who want to hear the stuff I want to talk about. Not, I'm not grabbing for straws. I want a direct audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, and I said um, you'll never hear me talk about Ted Bundy. You'll never hear me talk about John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, we keep it black this way. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So what is um what is the ultimate goal of your podcast, and what is your most memorable story? Hmm. Ultimate goal for Black Girl True Crime Podcast is the longevity of it. You know, it's not like we're going to stop dying anytime soon. So just to keep talking about these stories. And I would really like to see one day a case that didn't get proper justice actually get proper justice. That would be amazing to see. Yes, yes. I got yeah, a case no, right like now facts. That like that is something, something like I would that. see. What case were you doing? I was doing the um Kamarian Meekum, and after I did the whole trial and talked to his mother and all that stuff, everybody said that he was railroaded. She said that when when the, when the case was going on, the guy had actually came to her house, rung the doorbell, came over there with like a gang of people, fought her son, started beating up her son and her daughter. So the other son that's in jail right now pulled out the gun, mm. shot the person, right? And instead of getting self-defense, they gave him capital murder. They gave him 25 years. But they, it was um, out there in Texarkana, Texas, they said that the schools 
and the police and the district attorneys, all these people came to her and told me, I don't go to the media because it just turned to a race war, which I'm like, fuck that. My my child not going to, to, to jail for 25 years when this guy came over to kill me. They found bullets in this guy's pockets, but they couldn't find any guns. He showed up with 20 people. And then after that dude was killed, they went to the girlfriend's mm-hmm. house and whooped her too at her job because the dude had died. Oh, no. And now that family is nowhere to be found. See, yeah, and, and you know, and, that's um, kind of why Kamari I feel a little bit iffy about that capital punishment. For capital, yeah. right? You say capital punishment? Yeah, they mm-hmm. didn't give him no self-defense, no manslaughter, no nothing. 25 years, he was 18 years old. He was on his way to West Point. He was on his way yeah, to West 18 Point. 18 years old, that is tough. That ain't no easy thing to get into. That, that is tough. Yeah, and she, see, man, and like, yeah, that's she, why, um, like, imagine, like, in our lifetime of podcasting, imagine in the lifetime of us podcasting, there is a case where that could potentially get re-looked at because of the work that you do. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That would be oh, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, what, what, um, what, um. What was the, which case got the most plays in a week's time? That's usually how I gauge mine, about a week. So which one of your cases you did that got to like the most plays just in a matter of like seven days? Or what, or however you look at mine, because I look at mine in a seven day span. Mm. Oh yeah, okay, hold on. And then there's another one. You said what's the most memorable story and then which one got oh, the yeah, most yeah, yeah. plays in the first week? No, you're yeah. good. Honestly, it would be Jim Jones. Jim Jones been writing top one on Black Girl True Crime Podcast for a minute. And then there was like a lot of work (laughs) that actually went into it. And so when I finally uploaded part two of Jim Jones, easily had more listens than I had gotten in months of doing the podcast. In months of doing it. So I really try not to look at like how many. broke it down. And yeah, I mean, like, I appreciate that because people think that, you know, like you go, you look at a couple links and then you can get everything you need in a podcast. Absolutely not. Like me and my girlfriend, we were watching documentary after documentary. I had wa- I had listened to a couple different audio books and I read two books in one weekend. Like there is so much that actually goes into it. So I really do hope that it's very informative. Um, but yeah, over a thousand listens in 24 hours. So I was fl- kind of flabbergasted Whoa, that, is a um, lot, that it man. had gotten that much. That is a lot. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And I used to make, you know, I used yeah, to make sense on that. the podcast episode and yeah, it it is mm-hmm. like each episode, like it's more and more after, you know, each time I post, as you know, my issue is I got to get mm-hmm. these episodes out to y'all on Sam. <laughs> Man, I ain't for yeah. with you, dog. <laughs> Don't play with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, all right. Let me stay on track. And then, what was the um, most memorable story that I have done? Oh, wait. No, yeah. I said that that was Jim Jones. Um, and then, yeah, the most plays in the first week was Jim Jones. So, yeah. Okay. And, okay, we're going to go to question six. And besides me, who else? What other true crime podcaster would you like to sit down mm. with, and why? It could even be a podcaster that you just want to get on there and correct. 
<laughs> Ooh. If I could sit down with another true crime podcaster, who would it be in the world? Even why? if it's just to correct the ass, because I know some of him is telling some mm. straight bullshit. Listen, okay. <laughs> uh, to be quite honest, I know they on Wikipedia. I'm not gonna. I do know that they on the bar for bar, word for word. So I ain't gonna get on here and get messy for the integrity Man. of my own. But I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. I know who you're talking about. I will talk to people. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. I will I mean, talk to podcasts who come to me. Podcasts and listen. I'm like, yeah. Listen, at one word point, yeah, word, pull I up the Wikipedia page. It'd be word for word, bar for bar. Dog, I write all my stuff out. That's mm-hmm. why sometimes when I go through my stories, I be rambling. But that's the good thing about editing. But no, I'm not reading nothing worth work. Cause I gotta tell the story the way I can tell. If I got, if I'm reading it, I can't tell the story. It's different when I pull up Hear like me. reading a King Arthur, if we drop if we drop a podcast name the way it's gonna be on TikTok tomorrow, I ain't even trying to play with you like that. You're not about to get me caught up. <laughs> <laughs> oh we But yeah, I'll 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 I will talk to people who come to me. If people come to me and say like, Hey, like what can I do? Just like how me and you had a conversation. Uh, you know, about mm-hmm. like podcasting and what it takes to like what you gotta put into it, like do this different. I will do that for any podcaster who comes up to me. Because yeah, I feel oh, like yeah, the yeah. success of Black Girl True Crime Podcast within the last year and a half, it I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You do, you do. Because you introduced me to a lot of different things. I would've never some of the stuff you told me to look into, I would've never found I I would have never found my family on that um what was that website you said, um which one you told me about? It was about black people murdered. Oh, all right. And that's listen, when I found that's when I found my to... ancestors. We they was from Paris, Texas. Herman Arthur, we went all mm-hmm. me and my cousin and we went all the way down the timeline. Yes. Herman Arthur. Yes. And I did a whole podcast. For the podcast people who do not him. know. And when I did it. Yeah, there's a portion yeah. of Wikipedia, uh, murdered African-American people. But then from there, you have to find two other sources that can back up what you find on Wikipedia. But that is a good source to find cases. That's where I found James Bird Jr. Mm-hmm. I, I remember James yeah. Bird when it happened. I was like, um, I was a teenager when it happened. But I was like, yeah, I, I remember that when it happened. We, we do not stop there at all we just straight we're going through if we got to get to beaumont i don't care if that quarter tank only get us like like another mile we not stopping in jasper we is not stopping we're not in jasper, stopping in jasper. Not we're not stopping dark. in vidor yeah no Vid, Vid, yeah vider jasper them places we're not stopping at hell i'm not gonna lie my mom my mom's um town is nature's and this is sundown town and what i mean by sundown Ooh. everything stops at six if it's dark at six, you want to go somewhere else, you're going 15, 20 minutes away. But yeah, my mom's older now, mm-hmm. so it don't even matter. But if you was a young one out there, yeah, you probably have an issue living out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was um some yeah, some of them podcasts I'll just be sitting here like, dog, how do y'all how y'all that well you know what? <laughs> Let me hold it. What? Cause cause I cause I just I just saw some shit and I can't respond on it until I ask you this question. What do you think about reviews? Okay. 
I love my reviews, to be quite honest with you. Everybody who tells me, who, you know, they leave me a review, um, this, then, the third, for like 99.9% .9 of my reviews are very positive. But there's always that one. I think the one bad mm -hmm. review I've ever gotten is somebody saying that I should put my shout outs towards the end like other podcasts. I didn't respond to it because if you want to listen to another podcast, Bookie, go do that. Like, fuck. That's I wouldn't be shit. here. I wouldn't be here without the people who tune in. And I said in the beginning, it could be two of y'all, ten of y'all, none of y'all could be talking to my goddamn self. Yep. So the fact that people yep. support me the way that they do, I'm going to shout them out whenever I feel like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't understand why people feel like, like, yeah, just tune off. Now, the reason why I asked you that, I can't remember what, like, mm -hmm. okay, I go through a rabbit hole. Like, I will be like, when I, after I get through watching or listening to all my different podcasts I listen to, I will go searching for other stuff. And then I will also go searching for stuff that it, like, gets a lot of reviews. And then I'll go, look, mm -hmm. they did drop one fucking episode. So I start looking through reviews. And, of course, on your phone, you only see, like, two or three reviews. And then I go on my laptop, and I'm looking at the reviews. I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. This is made up bullshit. I don't know who they they, they got bots on here because I'm like, how are you dropping mm. one episode? And you got 257 um, reviews and they all telling you how good it is. I listened to 10 minutes of the show and gave you that one star and told man, you must be out your fucking mind. See, and that's so kind of like the like weird thing about the reviews because, yeah, they could be bots or I they think could yours, be people I, that no, you not, pissed I think, off. I know yours are genuine. <laughs> Yeah, yours are genuine because you're starting, you, you're getting out the mud, basically. Them people mm -hmm. that already got them NBC sponsors and all the other shit, that'd be bullshit. I'm like, now, how y'all come up with these stories? Under it the don't be making news. no sense, and I'd be like, nah, nah. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> Dateline or 48 hours? Dateline. You ain't lying. Monday, not Mondays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, that's where I'm at. It come up by yeah, 5 in the morning. That's when I know it's time to go to bed at night. And I'm listening to it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Life sentence or death? Ooh. You know, I can honestly say I sit in the middle when it comes to life sentence or death mm. because, you know, as we know, being being niggas, we know off rip that black, there's right. black people and they're the ones that get the short end of the stick when it comes to that capital punishment. Every right. Time, but then you hear some time. sticky situations where it's like, yeah, put them under the jail. So I can say I'm right in the middle. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Me, I'm more of a, um, eye for an eye. So, but then again, you're right. Sometimes Period. it just depends on the situation because sometimes you just can tell when like some stuff's not right. And I actually skimped over a question: Trump mm. or Biden? Neither. All right. Now, if not that I'm voting for Trump or anything, but mm. I would have to give Trump a thumbs up at this point because he speaks like what he means. At least he at least ain't gonna lie to you. He's going to be like, hey, man, I hate these motherfuckers. And she's a racist. He's going to tell you that. He's not going to. Trump is not going to shuck and jive and have you thinking he like you at any aspect. If he don't like you, you're going to know. 
I should have I should have fielded you for these. I should have fielded you for these questions. Now I just want to say, King Arthur said that they would give that motherfucker a thumbs up. A Black or True Crime podcast said both these motherfuckers can burn in hell expeditiously. They can both burn in hell expeditiously. Uh, they can both <laughs> Black or True Crime. They can both go <laughs> move out the country. Okay. At, at, at this point. All right. What um. Okay, what can a person do to prevent themselves from coming up missing? Because you see, that's a big thing going on in America right mm-hmm. now. Like, they snatching up kids left and right. My son's bus stop, I mean, I could throw a rock to it, but I still go outside. And, and most of the time, I just still walk down there, even though it's just a short walk. Because mm. they snatch so up what can people even do? these days. Yeah, even big or small, all right? Uh, let's see. What can people do to prevent themselves mm-hmm. from coming up missing location services are so important like always make sure somebody got your location mm-hmm. if, especially if you live in like a risky area yeah make sure that that location mm-hmm. is turned on uh, make sure that if you're going out with a group of people that at least two other motherfuckers know where you headed to um i feel like in the worst cases that we have seen where somebody has come up missing everybody acts confused like oh i thought she was with you and they're like, oh, I thought she was with you. Like, <laughs> like people need to know right, where right. you're going, especially if you're dealing in, you know, risky activities. But we know what group is mm-hmm. at risk for being missing first. It's sex workers. Women oh, who participate yeah. in sex hell work. Yeah. That is, I feel like that is a topic where they're the ones who are at risk, right? Like, it's not like you or me. It's women who deal with dangerous men. So I feel like when it comes to missing and endangered women and children, um, whether it be indigenous women, black women, whatever the case may be, I feel like when it comes to sex work, we need to decriminalize this. And so, yeah, I'm going to get on my soapbox because I feel like they are the ones, the percentage, they're higher when it comes Mm -hmm. to, you know, what they do for work. These types of jobs need to be safer. We need to decriminalize it. And I feel like the percentage of people who go Mm -hmm. missing, the percentage of women and girls who end up being sold into sex slavery, it will go down. Yeah, because you know, uh, I've never heard of somebody getting snatched up in Vegas. (laughs) I mean, because you can both go buy the sex. (laughs) Nobody's getting kidnapped for sex trade in Vegas. They're not. We was in Vegas. We was in Vegas um, a couple years back. I mean, every other corner. Hey, you want to spend the night? You want to spend the night? Hey, do you want to smoke? Like, you, everything, any vice you got, you can get it on the corner. You ain't even got to hide it. I mean, you can't buy no crack on the, on the street, but in all your other vices in Vegas, hey, man, they need to go. You ain't got to hide. So Listen, yeah. I never heard I of think, a crackhead uh, yeah, right. snatching like up that. a woman or a child. I've heard of the police snatching up a woman or a child. But I never heard of no goddamn crackhead doing it. Oh, so man, with that man. being said, get me started on that shit. <laughs> Dog, the world, the man, like you say, what the world is fucked up. Let's talk about it. It, it really well, it's is fucked bro. up, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. I'm like, it, it, it's just, it's just, um, and then a lot of these people are just too blind to see a lot of this stuff. Okay, yeah, my uh, my twelfth question is, um. Do you think uh, mental issues are helping criminals get away with crimes? Yeah, I mean, that insanity. 
that insanity plea, yeah, that be helping mm-hmm. people get away with it. But also, I feel like that is a shield to mask some of the worst offenders in these United States. So, yeah. The whole criminal justice system is fucked. So, you know, whether it be mental issues or the death penalty, I feel like people get off either way. But you do realize that all that mental shit only works in America? Them other countries don't go for that mental shit. <laughs> <laughs> only America. Only America, dog. Only America. Now, because, like, I had sent you a message the other day, and I said, hey, man, I've been going through, like, I like watching interrogation videos now because now mm-hmm. I'm able to see, like, a, a process, right? Now, the one I watched last night, well, I didn't even watch. I listened to it because, you know, I'm doing shit. But, you know, that's why I'm gl- that's a good thing about YouTube. You can just play it and have your headphones on. I was listening to the interview, but I what broke me down, like, got me kind of teary-eyed it was he had a six-month-year-old and he had a baby on the way. And he said he ain't going to be able to see his kids. But he had already committed the murder. He calls the baby mama from the police station, and there go the baby crying. And he tells her, "Hey, I'm not gonna be able to see you this weekend. Um, I just got I just got arrested for murder. Um, I want you to know I love you. This, that, and the other." He had already not seen the baby for six months, but he was out here hustling <laughs> because he had moved from North. <laughs> he had moved from North Carolina to Atlanta. <laughs> he had already not. He already stood the baby up six months. But when that baby cried, I was like, man, I couldn't imagine, dog, because I done did a lot of different things, like, not criminal-wise, but when I had to leave the house and be gone for, like, weeks, and, like, mm-hmm. it was hard because, you know, I got the twins, and I got Kamari. It ain't hard with the twins now. They probably won't, don't want daddy at the house at all, for, if you ask them. But, uh, yeah, it was just kind of hard being away from your kids like that, especially when you didn't raise them a certain way, because my dad wasn't there, so I've been there every step of the way. Every step mm-hmm. of the way. Okay. If somebody, look, I've been there every step of the way. So I can only imagine, but yeah, that nigga had six months to see that kid, and now he's going to jail, and they, and they giving him capital murder. So that man said, "Let me call my that kid. nigga." Let I said, "This kid. nigga, I, dog." He called baby mama. She answered, bro. And, and he told her, "I ain't gonna be able to make it this weekend." So I'm like, "Damn, nigga, you done told her that for six fucking months." For six, yeah, yeah, he gotta go. He gotta go. Yeah, man. He told that baby that for six fucking months. So I'm like, damn. I mean, the baby really ain't going to miss nothing because your ass wasn't there. Y'all, that is half a year. Okay. okay here we go. <laughs> oh, and you know he killed the dude because the dude said the dude had been taking his money because it was money he was supposed to be giving <laughs> to his daughter, right? So he said the dude mm-hmm. ended up taking about $1,500 from him. He's like, he took three there, five there, uh, another seven there. So by the time he killed the nigga, he only had fifteen dollars. <laughs> and he said, "What am I gonna do with? How, how am I gonna raise my child with that?" Wait, but he wasn't raising said child, correct? <laughs> no, he hadn't seen the motherfucker, dog. <laughs> he gotta go. He must do time, y'all. He must do time. <laughs> oh man. Mm. Duh, this is crazy. Okay, here we go. Uh, question 13. Mm-hmm. If you could change the senten- sentencing on any crime, wh- which would it be and why? You mean like change something about the sentencing process or change um, a sentencing from a case? 
the sentencing of that said crime. Yeah, like, you know, in the over them other countries, you steal, they chop your hand off. Oh, that's a crime. Like, if you, like, if you wanted to change theft, the theft sentencing, Ooh. what would it be? If you wanted to change, like, a murder sentencing, what would it be? Something like that. Mm. You know what? I feel like offenders who rape children... Automatic, automatic life in prison. I do not believe. I do not believe that the that people who are capable of harming a child should. I'll put it this way: just like John Wayne Gacy, he raped a young boy, went to mm. prison, then got out on good behavior, and then he started raping and murdering young boys and putting them under what? his cross face. You mean to tell me you let this man out on good? behavior it's not as if he had access to what he was doing outside of prison so and then also just to add like a caveat to that also i would change motherfuckers who can get plea deals from snitching as if they were not culpable through and through in the act of the crime like with the murder Man. of lisa renee the murder of lisa Duh. renee i don't know if you remember i was talking about the murder of lisa renee on tiktok there is a man, he goes by the name of Stephen Beckley. He was culpable in the murder and rape of Lisa Renee. Who, she was basically a child. They abducted her and then drove her across state lines. They raped her, buried her alive. This man snitched and now he's out. This man is living. He's out and got married. All of this and that. I feel like when it comes to certain crimes, you should not be able to get plea deals. Especially when it has something to do with kids. Yeah. Like, what are you pleading for? You did this. <laughs> now, that's when it comes down to, like, like, why is it up to, why, why do we got to, why do we got to, um, like, of course you want to close the case. Cool. But why they got to get, why we got to give them, um, a plea deal. Why would I give him sh shorter terms? If we can beat the case, I mean, if we can um convict him, we ain't pleading shit. No, you getting life. You, Thank now, you. How do you want? That it? is my you whole wanna, thing. You want to plead guilty, or do you exactly. want to? You got trial, but you going to jail for life. That's the that's the only options. How you want to do it? No facts, that's, because that's the only, they had that's only, everything that's your that they option. needed to, to get all of them on the murder of Lisa Renee. Period. I second that. And, and that's yeah, why I think it always comes down to money, too. They always talking about the government can't afford to do this case, this, that, and the other. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy as hell. Okay, I added a couple more questions because mm -hmm. I seen you talking earlier. Greed. That's what it comes that down to. That white man. <laughs> hey. That white man adopting <laughs> a black baby and then getting on TikTok <laughs> talking about how to do her hair. I was like, nigga, look here, man. Look here, dog. Don't don't play with me, man. <laughs> what do you think about this? If you that, saw man? me talking about this earlier, you know that I this saw is you still earlier, fresh and I wasn't gonna. In the top of my mind, listen. <laughs> listen, hold on, hold on. All right, hold on, cause that that white man adopted that black baby, had X amount of time. To, mind you, the baby only 10 goddamn minutes offer. old. That man to put a crater 
in the top of that baby's soft spot, brushing that baby's hair, talking about I want to be on the black side of TikTok. In my mind, on the episode of Black Girl True Crime Podcast, because you done damn near killed that baby, brushing her hair that way. Oh, my God. I don't, even, I don't even know Man, why you would ask me. To bust him upside his head with. That baby is being used as a prop, in my personal opinion. Because, mind you, there are people saying, like, hey, we know, know this situation. I've seen 100 jokes already and... go through. They didn't already remade the video. <laughs> but no, like this man purposely <laughs> is trying to soft launch his own career and was already doing like different like brand deals and interviews and this. Give the baby back. Give the baby back. <laughs> Bro, that's why that's why that's why um that's why I can't trust none of the stuff I've seen. I got. I, I'm gonna ask you two more um, questions about some some kind of stuff I've seen on TikTok, which is kind of crazy. One, oh girl, brick lady. I didn't know she was from Houston till this week when the Houston PD been sitting on alert, saw a phone trying to catch the bitch. The, not the one that got hit with that brick, mm. or at least pretended to get hit with a brick. My girlfriend hit literally just mentioned. Did you hear about? What happened with dog, the lady? All over Houston, they looking for this motherfucker. This motherfucker in Jamaica, dog. <laughs> I said, "Look, man, dog. You know what, dog? I'm starting to think that lady that, innocent till proven guilty. Um, popularity or clout or whatever, it's worse than cocaine, dog. Now that is true. I ain't taking no brick to the face for nothing. Like, how do they think that? I, I, there's some situations I just need to see it play out, you know, because. Why would somebody go through great lengths to get play out in cuffs half time? To get she got beat down with a brick. She was able to produce the dog, but nobody saw it. And she said it was a hundred people out there. But no, there was somebody. She said it was a hundred people out there, and nobody saw it get hit with a brick. And so you know, and that just depends on like the point of view. If I get hit by a brick, I want everybody to be calling the police. But that's the thing. She was able to produce her medical records. Do you think you you think she was lying? Like, how do you fabricate, you know, like discharge papers from the hospital? Me, I don't know. I know her face was towed <laughs> up. So she got hit by something for sure. She looked like so Martin. Martin, when he had that damn. They mad about reaction. that money. I ain't think about that. <laughs> I did not think about that. <laughs> I did not think about that. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like, what the fuck, girl? The w- Your face is the way you up. ask me these questions. You gonna ask me about um, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes next? I ain't got no comment. <laughs> oh man, dog. This dog. Look at here. Have man. you ever been swallowed? This how I know. This how I know it's all about that money. This, <laughs> right? I ain't never been swallowed. Yeah, I bet you haven't, T.D. Jakes. Not by no woman, but definitely guys. Um. No, yeah, now that we talking about TV Jakes, this the dog. No, I'm really thinking that all these people influence everything. You know my stuff I post anything first of all last week I went and saw um what was that? Book of Clarence, right? Mm-hmm. So I say, man, Jesus knew Clarence was selling weed all over Jerusalem <laughs> and y'all acting like he ain't know that shit. 
you know Facebook had blocked me for like three days, and I'm like, dog, this gotta be like people I know because I said he was selling weed and Jesus knew it because he's supposed to be the Messiah, right? Mm. And then I was told him, man, it was whole strippers, so you don't think nobody was selling drugs, dog? They was flagging all my shit. I said, man, what the hell is this? I say, hold up, these dudes have flat out hate speeches, and I talked about Jesus doing magic, and y'all talking about. He didn't know that this nigga was selling drugs, but he knew everything else. Now, all I said it was, at the end of the day, the movie made sense to me because who's to say they was all these people saying they was messiahs? Who's to say they caught the right guy? And who's to say that Jesus didn't go back and revive that guy because he knew what had happened? That's all I said. <laughs> blasphemy. Blasphemy. <laughs> Motherfucker drinking Hennessy telling me blasphemy. Bitch, get the... <laughs> Dog, let me tell you something. I be going. I don't went to a bunch of churches because you know, like me, I practice like um Muslim, mm -hmm. right? I do my reading and stuff like that. I do my prayers, right? Um, so like I just look at stuff different. Like not saying one one is better than the other, but I look at stuff different because I like I I want to see how this stuff play out. Dog, them damn Christians, dog. I will party with these motherfuckers Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday. We drinking Hennessy, do say we um throwing money on strippers, everything. Come Sunday, nigga on a suit and tie, he throwing money to the they church. Be in the hey, front get the pew. fuck out they of here, falling out, pew. talking in tongues. Mm -hmm. I said, I said, dog, I don't do that type of shit, dog. This is why I don't get along with pastors now because when a pastor do something wrong, I'm gonna be on your ass. The same way when people be at the church talking about. Oh, well, I'm praying for this. I'm praying for that. Nigga, pray for that pastor. He full of shit. <laughs> like that pastor on TikTok the other day that um that uh the baby mom walked in there and said, nigga, I'm pregnant. And he's like, no, nah, y'all can't kick me out. I'm the head of this church. And then his wife got on there talking about, yeah, we've been going through it. But y'all got to remember, he's a man first. Nah, fuck that. We don't get another man up in here. This nigga got to go. This is how Shannon Sharp fuck feels that. on Club Shay Shay. And I'm that. so here for it. Man, let me tell you, dog. Come on, man. Come oh, on, man. No. Country bumpkin black dude that can't talk and over gavy <laughs> and can't act good. Don't nobody want him. Listen, Diddy likes to party. You gotta tell him no. <laughs> dog, let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. I done been to a lot of parties, dog. Never have walked in one with a naked guy. Hmm. Bunch of naked ladies. Never a naked guy. Naked guy makes everything weird. Yeah, see, this this sounds like another episode of Black Girl True Crime Podcast. Oh, so, okay, so remember the other day I emailed you and I showed you, like, what mm -hmm. I had been doing, right? Uh, First of all, I'm going to say Texas and Houston, y'all full of shit. Because I, 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 I live in the city. I sent, I, I sent out all the documents I needed. They haven't responded yet. I sent one document to Roswell, Georgia. They sent that shit back on a Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You can start to request documents case, that you need. That... It's open to the public. Man, though, I've been requesting like a motherfucker. And the reason why I got the one from Roswell, mm. I mean, not Roswell, Rosville, one of them. This is one of them. I got that one back, right? Because, the, um, mm. okay, I'm going to go ahead and tell you the story. You know EJ Gang, right? Their mother was in my inbox and arguing with me for two months about I got it wrong. I'm so glad they sent me the paperwork. Bitch, you're wrong. And they're lying to you. And, and if she ever hit me up again, I'm going to send her all that they shit. They was telling you that you were wrong. Because 
she was telling me my story was wrong. Dog, this is my thing. I like I tell like I tell you, and I tell anybody that even asks me something because I get like a couple comments, a couple people to say, "Hey, your story wrong," this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. I always make sure I do enough research because I want to have something to stand on. Mm-hmm. If I tell you two plus two is five, and you tell me it's four, I need to explain to you why it's five and why I think it's five. If I don't, if I'm just going off some shit that I saw on Wikipedia, dog, they gonna eat me up. Yeah, I no, went through enough. Right, right I went through enough so. documents, enough stories, enough YouTube, enough mm-hmm. dog. This they act like they act like you just sit up and write this shit in a week or a, a day or two. Dog, I'll be having like six stories, seven stories going on because you might get stuck on this one. I move to the next and start going on this one. This one might go a little faster, so I might get to record this one first. But then you know, I'm just going back and forth until I'm finding shit. This shit takes forever. They act like you just get on here and talk for 30, 40 minutes. Dog, you know how much data you got to get on there to talk for thirty minutes. Listen, one thing about me, one thing. You got to get a lot of shit just certain, talk for 30 minutes. People might say I cuss too much. People might say I don't put this, you know, in places where it should be. But can't nobody say that I'm wrong. The fuck? <laughs> like, ain't nobody. I have never received a review no, I'm starting to think that I was dog, wrong. These niggas. This be the motherfuckers in the comments. That nigga was like, when I did the, when I did the take hate case... That nigga talking about, oh, man, it's old news. I say, well, tell me who reported about it. I couldn't find no podcast talking about Take A. I think I did the first one. And then I found out that the motherfucker that told, she was underage, and she was a fucking white girl. She got out. Mm. And then somebody, so why you saying nothing about the white girl? Nigga, one, they didn't give her name. Two, I told y'all clear as day when I read the paperwork, this motherfucker is white. <laughs> I say this person is white. She said she re- claimed to be a runaway, and she said they was pimping her. She's white, and, I, and all that shit. I still don't know the chick's name. I, I know she got out. 